Welcome to Watch Our Crappins, a podcast about all that crap on Bravo that we just love to talk about. I'm Ben Mandelker, and joining me today is the one, the only, the hilarious and wonderful superstar, Mr. Ronnie Karam. Hey, Ronnie, how are you doing? Hi. Hi, Hi Ben. Hi, everybody. Hi. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hi. Um, we are here today doing Crappins on Demand, which means that if you go to patreon.com slash watch and you support us on the Crappens on Demand level, you don't just get to hear the podcast. You actually get to watch the podcast, which is exciting because there's almost always a cameo by Ronnie's dog, Bueller. I don't see him yet, but I'm sure he's... Is he hiding behind your chair or just... He hasn't made his late entrance yet. He's not in here today. He's annoyed with me. So oh. whatever. He's going to fight it out by himself in another room. Okay. Oh, well, I'm sorry because he can't eat M&Ms. You just can't eat them. It's not a rule that I made. It's a rule that God made. Okay, When he decided you would die if you ate them. So I'm really sorry you couldn't have any today for breakfast, but that's just the rules of life. Yeah. So, sorry, Mueller. It's tough. It's very tough. So anyway, uh, today we're talking Real Housewives of New Jersey. Um, it's so weird not having anything to shill at the top of the show. Of course, though, we do have our merch, which is really excellent. And even though our tour is over, the merch still lives on. So go to crappensmerch.com and get some. We saw a bunch of you guys wearing it on the road. You all looked, you all, you look great, by the way. But you did. It actually looked really great and awesome. So thanks for, for buying it. And I guess, uh, I don't know. It's Crappens on Demand. It's merch. So I think that's basically the only important stuff to mention at the top of the show that I can think of off the top of my head. Unless I'm missing something, Ronnie, right? No, I mean, I I don't think we need to come up with things to shell. I think it's, I you know, shill, it's like a bonus would, if we don't have things to shell. You know, it's like a good thing. So, hey, I'm looking at your set. You've got some new curtains. I do. Well, it's not that they're new. It's just that they're just in frame. But, yeah, I mean, I've, I've rearranged where I'm sitting because, you know, I was trying to make the bulletin board work. It didn't quite pop, and I never put anything on it. So now I'm, like, aiming it towards the window. So there are... There are some curtains, you know. Yeah, Ben has some running. Oh, I don't think those fit your window, though. Well, no, I, I'm there. sorry. Well, not. You're such a straight guy. <laughs> what do you mean? They don't fit my window. They're supposed to go down to the floor, right? I know. I know. I well, I guess not on I a window them. like that because the window doesn't go down to the What am I judging your windows? I'm no, so no, sorry. I just happened to notice it when you lifted them. No, no, they don't go down to the floor, and it's something that my mom has casually pointed out a few times. <laughs> um, Team but, Carolyn. Yeah, Sorry, the, yeah, that was a very mom thing to say. Well, see, your curtains don't match your floor. Well, I'm happy. Uh, this is because of my divorce with David, and I've ruined my children's lives. I just want everyone to know. Well, they're, they are tall. They're tall windows, and they're actually pretty tall curtains. But um, So it actually doesn't look too bad, the fact that they don't go... All the way down to the floor. No, it doesn't look bad. I didn't even notice until you moved him over. That was shameful of me to say. But we're going to edit this out later. No, so we're not going like to. Much people are asshole. going to. People are going to see the real Ronnie, who shames me for my curtains. So <laughs> sorry, yeah. they do look pretty though. You know. Thank you. Well, don't shame all... short curtains. Okay? <laughs> curtains are like men. They can't help it. They're well, they born were, how they are. They were just, you know, 
I just got them off of Amazon like a year ago, and you know they're getting the job done. I'm happy with them. Yeah, welcome to my whole house. I'm designed by Amazon. Yeah. So the now that we started awkwardly with curtain shaming, it's okay. Uh, sorry, sorry again. Um, let's go to Real Housewives of New Jersey season finale. Now it's a shame that this show is ending after episode thirteen, and Real Housewives of Orange County got sixteen regular episodes. What the fuck was going on on that show that was better than what's going on on this show? Who makes those decisions, and what is their number for human resources? Because I would like to report harassment. Okay, <laughs> it's harassment. My eyes were harassed by Real Housewives of Orange County for at least three episodes when Jersey is brilliant, and it should have been the president of the company by now. I feel pretty good about the episode counts for both of them, actually. I feel like Orange County had a lot of stuff going on. I don't feel like there were too many episodes. There was maybe like one episode that was like a filler episode. But Jersey's kind of had a few a few dull ones. I didn't think that this this trip started off with a bang and then kind of like... <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I think, I think Jersey so I'm has I'm sorry been about great. your curtains. <laughs> I think Jersey's been great, but, you know, it's it's... I think it's this is the perfect time to end it. I think it's 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 run its course for the season. Like end it yes. now. Rather than I don't need like another episode of nothing going on of Dolores walking around and you know, <laughs> Frank feeding the chinchilla and Joe Gorga and Melissa going to football <laughs> practice and you know who knows what else is going on. This is end it right here. It's good for me. Well, you know, I le- I'm not saying Jersey should have been longer. I'm saying OC should have been shorter because I believe I'm a staunch believer in the 13 episode housewife season. I believe it's the perfect amount of episode for every housewives ever. There are no exceptions. I've not found one exception to this rule yet in all these years of doing this 13 episodes end it and add more cities there. We're done. This meeting is over. I'm going to go not feed my dog some more M&Ms. Thank you. Well, we can agree to disagree. So the point is, because I think Salt Lake City and some of the seasons of New York City were fully worth the 20 episodes that, that we got from them. But others, Oh, I'm not sorry, so um, sir. This meeting was uh, called to an end already, and Ronnie has left the room. So okay. have fun arguing with the camera. Okay. I will, I will do just that. I will argue with my uh, improperly sized <laughs> blinds behind me. Oh, geez. Okay. I'm sorry again. Oh, my no. God. And you're not over it. I can see your face. No, no. This is going to be, uh, <laughs> this is a turning point in the podcast. The blind shaming. <laughs> this is what ended it all was the curtain shaming. I'm sorry. I did not shame your blinds. And actually, you know my track record with window coverings because I've got window coverings that are too short currently over my window. So maybe they I'm just short. projecting. I'm very they sorry. Too short. Oh, yes. I had to order an inch longer, and then I had to wait three weeks because apparently 24 inches is just unheard of in the Lowe's window covering um, saga. So, yeah, that's that's a whole bonus episode to be had about um, about like window coverings, because it's actually really hard to find the proper size draperies for a lot of windows yeah. i discovered during That's that true. whole process so at a certain point it's just the exhaustion of trying to to like fig- find the right thing and then you find the right one but it's sold out sometimes you just get something you just put it up there you know yes i sure do it's my my whole place and um guess what we probably will be talking about that on this week's bonus there's another show okay so right now we're going into jersey <laughs> And it's just um, everything that's happened from the beginning. We don't need to go over it. We've got four four weeks of reunion rehash coming up. 
So you're welcome. I didn't even write notes on that part. Yeah. I um I watched this episode right after having dinner and I had a late dinner and I got very, very sleepy from I got food coma. And so I really like there will chances are as we go through this episode, I will be like, wait, what happened? When did that happen? Because I may have dozed off, not because of the show, just because, you know, food coma. Herbs. So so just like bear with me here a little bit. But one thing I do know is that the episode opens up with a chef. You know, sort of the typical morning things on New Jersey. A chef shows up to make them breakfast. Frank wakes up going, Delore! Delore, what happened? How'd you sleep? Delore! Delore, I didn't sleep! Delore! Ah, ah. Yeah. And um, she's like, I got a chef, so I figured while we're here, we better do it right. Am I right? And then later, we're going to do a bike ride, but it's all on one bike. I don't know if you've ever seen this on Housewives before. We're going to break some walls down. We're going to be revolutionary today. Everyone's on the same bike. We ride downtown. We have drinks while we ride it. It's going to change the landscape of Housewives forever. You might as well call me Travis Kalanick because I'm basically changing transportation as we know it with this 13-person bicycle with a bar in the middle, okay? So then over in Joe and Melissa's room, uh, Melissa's like, well, I mean, look, obviously... Teresa didn't apologize to Marge. Or can we agree on that much? And he's like, she apologized to everybody. Come on, what are you talking about? She said sorry, you know, to everybody. And then it wasn't her fault. That's an apology. And she's like, no. Like, she even said that Marge provoked her, and that's why she got violent. And he's like, hey, you know what? Coming from Teresa, that means something. All right? It's like, <laughs> oh, okay. You know what? Congratulations on not serial murdering for one day, sir. You're totally out of prison for life now. You guys, that guy went one day without... The serial killer went one day without killing somebody. You know what? Statue in a park. Statue in a park for you, sir. I don't seem to remember Melissa and Joe being this relaxed about, you know... uh, Or not relaxed, but being this um, cool with a non-apology apology. Last season, when Melissa threw a bowl of cheese cubes across the Jersey Shore... Because Teresa would not apologize about like a million things. So it's just kind of funny yeah. how they're like so like blase when they're not the ones that need the apology. Yes, but then Joe is put in between Amel and a tree place again because she's like, I mean, she was even coming for me, Joe, which is all Joe wants to avoid because this family loves the you didn't stand up for your family we're family how could you but we're family more than you's family i'm married to him i pretend married him first all right it's like that's so when you're not sticking up for your sister that's one thing but when you're not sticking up for your wife and you're not sticking up for your sister that's rough yeah that's rough joe it's rough I, i hope you're not eating too much chili in every episode of this show because your butt's going to be reamed okay yeah. either way don't hurt your butt any more than it needs to be yeah and speaking of eating um over in jackie's room she's talking about because everything was like so stressful at the dinner last night she didn't eat a lot and her therapist has given her strategies to like start pushing herself out of her comfort zone but she's quite, not quite there yet so today she's going to really try her best to eat more there's nothing more to um, say about that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that storyline. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's an important storyline. Yeah, it's an important storyline. I'm glad it's on the show. It's not really fun to make fun of. And it's also really, uh, you know, I have eating issues myself. So watching it, I'm like, yeah, but okay, Teresa's 
drama is causing issues in your eating disorder your eating disorder issues are causing issues in my eating disorder. Mm. It's just like a whole circle of blame and eating disorders going around right now, and I need right. it to subside. Okay, yeah. like I need a break in thinking about my own issues, which is what this is leading to, which is what Teresa's issues are leading into. It's just it's too much for me. Yeah, and then of course, speaking of food, now everyone gathers in the in the in like the kitchen around that enormous kitchen island, which has been what about 95% of this vacation has been. is them just like gathering down there, being like, hello, what's going on? Do you guys sleep well? Do you sleep well? Does anyone want coffee? You want coffee? I'd love a coffee. Do they have pretzels here? I think there's pretzels in that drawer. Okay, I'm going to look for pretzels. Do they have spoons here? I don't know. I didn't find any spoons. I saw a fork. Like that's like, that's like this whole vacation so far is them gathering in there. So Melissa and Joe were still talking to Tree in their room, and because uh, Tree calls and she's like, "I'm on and got a headache," and uh, Joe's like, "Hey, hey, listen, you know what? You did great last night. You you did a great apology. That was great, Tree." <laughs> I don't know where this came from. She did, it was a terrible apology. It was like not even an apology. It was horrific, <laughs> and it included fat shaming. And she's like, well, you know me, because, like, when I apologize, it comes from a heart, you know? It came from a heart. And then it cuts to Margaret being like, okay, everyone everyone just gets the participation trophy, okay? Like, congratulations. You get a gold star for being the biggest jerk. That was for you, Joe, and a gold star humor, okay? So back to Teresa. She's like, you know, and then for Margaret to say it was insincere? Wait, uh, why would she say that? Why would she say that? And Melissa's like, well, I mean, obviously it wasn't a one-on-one apolo one -on -one apology to her. And she's like, yeah, because I don't care because I ain't apologizing. Because she should start talking shit about my boyfriend. My boyfriend. Because it's a love bubble, all right? And I thought Margaret was my friend, all right? So that's your friend now, Melissa. So you should straighten that shit out, all right? <laughs> yeah. And Melissa's like, well, you know what? You and Margaret are both grown adults, so you can figure it out. And Teresa's like, I'm 49 years old. If I don't want to do something, I don't want to do it. So <laughs> Melissa's like, okay, well, just like try not to come in hot tonight. She's like, I'm fine. I'm totally fine. I'm not coming in hot right now. She's the one who comes in hot when she stuffs all that hot, hot food in her mouth all the time. You know what I'm saying? Uh, good morning, my little Passy. Good morning. Good morning, Passy. <laughs> and uh, Joe Bonino is making coffee for Dolores. So she's like, your husband made me coffee. She's like, of course he did. His other wife. Like, what are you going to do, Joe? My bike. <laughs> yeah, and Tracy's like, other wife, but you're not blonde. It's like, I think Tracy's last line for the season. And Dolores is like, well, you know what? <laughs> he wanted variety. Dolores, I tried to get variety and you kicked me out of the house. Dolores. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? So I wasn't supposed to talk about the massage parlors you opened overnight? Huh? I'm not supposed to talk. I'm supposed to let your massage parlors go. Huh? Huh? <laughs> I love that layer added to all of this Frank lore from Jersey. That one of their problems is that Frank ordered Frank opened whorehouse massage parlors. I, I mean, I mean, just like casually just dropped in. Like, this is the story of Frank Catania, who fell down the stairs later in life. <laughs> fell, yeah. yeah, he fell. That mm. sounds like one of the masseuses didn't get paid for their, their happy ending, yeah. at the very least, sir. So Jennifer's like, massage parlors? What kind of massage parlors were they, mister? And he's like, uh, there were good ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So then, um, and everybody laughs, you know. Yeah. And uh, so then Jen comes in, uh, or Jackie, I guess it must be Jackie. I always get them confused in my Melissa. notes. She's like, "Morning, campers." Whoever, whoever it was. And Jackie's like, oh my God, I can't believe it's the last day of our trip. And Frank says, time flies when you haven't flown my way. <laughs> and Mariah's just like, but obviously it's been less than stellar for me. Okay, Teresa came in with a bad attitude last night. And then to compliment her, Joe Gorka, that was a beautiful apology. Really, Joe? Joe, did you really just say that? Like, I mean. And he goes, Hey, it's just thought. But when we see him, he has like he has like a mouthful of yogurt. He has like a little yogurt mustache. I'm like, what well, does he know how to eat yogurt? Why is he so messy with yogurt? <laughs> Why does he have a ring around his mouth? What was he doing to that Dannon? I know. The Joe Gorga giving blowjobs to even the food items in the house. Yeah. And uh, Jen's like, Yeah, it was a start. Hey, what do you want to do? It's a start to an apology. They think it's coming chapters, baby. And um, Jen's, uh, Jackie's like, Well, you know, um, I didn't think it was a good apology either. And Jen's like, It was nice, Jackie. You didn't like her apology last year, but you still took it. Yeah, and Jackie's like, well, you know, I took it because I was a sca- I was scared what she was gonna do to my family next, <laughs> and and the Melissa is like, well, if there's nothing going on with your family, there's nothing that she can't do anything to your family, you know. I'm like, well, oh really, stripper gate? Oh, know, so you right? were a stripper on the Jersey Shore? Oh, okay. Uh, why are you mad? Why are you mad, Melissa? I'm about to say you. This is this is rich coming from two people who are really hung up on the word crook right now. <laughs> yes, even better. I love a current one. I have to like dig back five years, but you're like, oh no, this hypocrisy happened three weeks ago. Yeah, no, there's current, uh, but you know what? The, I love the oldies too. <laughs> it still works. It's a vintage. It's a vintage yeah. flavor. So then um, Jackie's like, yeah, well, I did realize that. Um, now I realize that I'm just done with this bullshit about Teresa. And so Melissa's like, oh, so now you're not good with Teresa? Because I will be bringing that up as soon as yeah. possible with Teresa so that she forgets that she's mad at me for staying friends with Marge when she really realizes she's been mad at you for faking being friends with her. Okay. <laughs> right. As soon as Jackie said that, because Jackie's like, I haven't been good with her at all. I haven't been at all. As soon as she said that, I was like, oh, Jennifer. I thought Jennifer was going to be the first one to run and bring that to Teresa. I thought that was going to be the whole rest of the episode. You know, it's like, hey, Jackie said she's not good with you anymore. What do you think about that, Teresa? But um, mm. it actually did not go in that direction. I was pretty surprised. Yeah. So um, Jackie says she's not interested in fake friendships. And frankly, I think she's dangerous. That's what I think. And Marge is like, well, number one, she never apologized. Number two, which changes my hand motion, so I'm going to say <laughs> I'm going on number one. I'm going to say number two, but not really do it with my fingers. You know what? She fat shamed me at the table. And number three, still keeping one finger up. None of you said anything to her about that. And uh, then we see the clip of Teresa being like, she never messes Dana. <laughs> And Dolores goes, well, I don't like that. And Melissa goes, I'll never condone it. All right, then why didn't you say to her, don't treat Margaret this way? I mean, if we all just keep allowing her to do this behavior, it's never going to stop, okay? So Dolores goes, Margaret, we're not her parents, okay? Sure, I may tell everyone else how they should be living their life, and I may yell at other people, but with Teresa, we're not her parents. So that's where I draw the line, because I'm not physically her parent. Yes. And Jen's like, yeah, what she said, what nice baby, but it's not just her, you know. You gotta acknowledge your part. I don't... Which... I think that's like... Yeah, Margaret asked questions, and it was clearly annoying Teresa. 
Um, so like maybe Margaret should have like noticed that. Well, I wouldn't, you know, I'm not even going to say that because when Margaret first brought it up to Teresa, Teresa acted like everything was cool. So of course, Margaret would keep asking the questions because she didn't think there was anything wrong with it because Teresa made it seem like everything is fine. So I don't even blame Margaret for like not, not picking up on the signals of her friend. I mean, I think Marge, I think it was bullshit. I think to bring it up in the beginning was fine, but Marge does continue to like gossip and hound it and pound it into the ground. And I get that, but it's because Teresa's not answering the fu- Teresa has yeah. to answer with all these lies. And then she sends Louie over and then Louie comes acting like a freaking, you mm-hmm. know, a strangler, basically. He's right. terrifying. You know, you'd like, you don't want to leave puppies around him because you know, they'll just go missing, you know? Yeah. And but like he's terrifying. I mean, you do, it just leads to more and more questions. And you're on a reality show. And Teresa not wanting to talk shit on a reality show about her own life is Teresa in every season. It's nothing new. I mean, remember all the stuff that was coming about her husband possibly getting uh, in trouble with the law. It was like, how dare you? How dare? It's always been like, how dare you? While she protects these prints, these princes. Yeah. Of men. Well, you know, the thing is also like, let's not forget that the reason why Teresa threw all those drinks on Margaret was not because Margaret was asking questions. It's because Teresa hatched a conspiracy theory that Margaret was the one who started all these rumors and she is the one who went to Tetafly and told everyone. And so, like, Teresa is furious because of some cockamamie story she's telling herself. And there's no excuse for that. I mean, it's entertaining as hell, but no. Excuse. No, yeah, she's Teresa. Just goes so off the rails. Yeah, the fight is really about Teresa making shit up and trying to pin Mar- something on Marge. When Marge didn't make anything up, all the stuff Marge said is in it. It is publicized. It was, and they keep saying, "Oh, you know, it's just on Instagram. Oh, it's just on whatever." You didn't have to bring it up. It was in People fucking magazine. Yeah. Okay, and the woman everywhere. who was accusing Louis of being the narcissistic abuser or whatever the hell it was called. It's like a new term. It's like narcissistic strangler i'm just gonna Mm -hmm. call it that that's my term for it narcissistic strangler that um she did a people magazine thing running across the country in a wedding dress so it's not like this stuff wasn't already out there i mean come on Teresa. here comes one right now and Margaret's like, you know, I didn't say I never did anything, but I didn't deserve to do anything. Like, I didn't deserve to get that happen to me. And then Jennifer, of course, now tries to turn this into, like, her own thing. She goes, well, I think we can all agree, babies, that no one in this group likes it when a rumor gets light based on, light shed on it. Is that right, Jackie? So she's, like, trying to turn it into being, like, remember when Margaret exposed Bill's thing? Like, remember how I was a victim for a part of this season? Can we go back to that for a second? <laughs> yes, of course. It's typical Housewives, right? It's like, this is feeling about me, baby. So um, everyone's saying they don't know how to take accountability, you know, pointing the, the accountability fingers at each other. And then um, Marge is like, listen, I'm not saying I didn't do anything. I'm just saying I didn't do anything to deserve that. And I think that's what we always forget on these shows. It's like, yes, she said, then she said, then she said, then she said, and then she said, you can't hit people. You cannot hit people and you cannot fucking throw everything on the table. You cannot assault people with dinnerware either. Okay. That's it. That trumps it. It doesn't matter whose fault it is. You threw the shit. That's it. Yeah. You don't have to say sorry for everything else. Just say I'm sorry for throwing the shit. Yeah. And actually, I want to correct myself because when Jennifer made that said that thing about like, I think we can all agree we don't like when rumors are like when people shed light on rumors. 
Um, even though I think Jen was making an implication about the Bill stuff, she was actually, the reason why she said Jackie at the end of it is because Jackie was furious at Teresa last year for giving life to a rumor about Evan. And now Jennifer's trying to be like, remember when you were mad about that? So you should be mad at Margaret for giving life to a rumor about what's it, Louis? But then that's, but Margaret's like, but the difference is like that was made up. This is an actual documentation that's out there. Okay. It's all over the internet and everyone has seen it, which is actually correct. That's the big thing is that like Teresa literally made up a lie last season, literally made up something this season, and she's more angry about like she's happy to, it's it's better for her to do that she's okay with that versus someone asking questions about something very real that's on social media well a couple of things there are a lot of differences in what happened one this was marge coming right to Teresa's face and saying everybody's seen the video it's all over the internet you should get in front of it you should yes. he should address it he should say something it's going to come up this season do something about it right there's a difference between that and Teresa's first episode of last season showing up at a party that was celebrating Jackie and Evan's relationship. Yeah. <laughs> in a parking lot, but you know, um, celebrating their relationship and then going around behind her back to every person there going, you know what I heard? That Evan's fucking somebody at the gym, all right? That's a huge, huge difference in, difference in situations. Now that said, she didn't make that up. That stuff was in the blogs as well. well I, I don't say, think it was. It wasn't in okay. People magazine. It wasn't as highly, you know, it publicized as this one. But those were those were rumors that were around the internet too. That Jackie's husband, you That's know, fine, some Reddit. No ev- I read there was it. no. There was no like hard Reddit. evidence there. No pun intended. But like with the Louis stuff, there was like a video of him literally there asking for this woman's <laughs> hand in marriage with these bros, these shirtless bros behind him, and it was like so strange and bizarre. It was a weird video. And, like, that's Margaret's whole point. It's like, there's something actually here to discuss that we can all see with our eyeballs and listen to. Right. You know? Right. And Jen says, yeah, but you're, like, talking about him in a negative way. No, she's not. She's saying there's a weird video of this guy out there. (laughs) That's it. You've all said it's fucking weird. Even you've said it weird, and you're the biggest cornhole licker on this show, Jen. Okay? Would would Teresa have been happier if Margaret said, oh, by the way, I saw that video of Louis on the internet with those men, and that was such a lovely, sweet video. What a great man. Then Teresa would be like, yeah, he's awesome. Thanks for talking about the video. Thanks. Yeah. Teresa, the problem is not that people are talking about your boyfriend being abusive. The problem is your boyfriend's abusive. Okay. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. So, you know. Weird you keep least. going back. Go to the yeah. source. So then um, they're like, Melissa, of course, is like, where are we now? Because right now we're friends divided. Oh, my God. Go nag your daughter about something she's not doing right <laughs> during her time divided. of trauma. Seriously. Yeah. So then, um, yeah, whatever. So they basically are like, okay, it's time to get ready for our bike ride thing. So now they're they're getting ready. Bill is stretching. He's like, mm-hmm. and then um, you know, there's just like just random stuff happening. The the Gorgas are on the phone with Antonia, Joe Gorga is specifically, and she's like, I need sunblock. He's like, What are you doing with the sunblock? Why do you need sunblock? I just need it, Dad. And Melissa's like, What's wrong with her? Hey, she's a 16-year-old girl. That's what's wrong. Girls, am I right? Little girls, huh? Girls, huh? He's like, who you with? I hear someone over there. Who you with over there? Who is it? You better tell me who it is, because I hear somebody over there. You better say who it is. And she's like, it's Nona. And he's like, oh, all right. You ain't fucking Nona, right? All right. <laughs> all right. We can go now. We can go now. Ain't nobody touching my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> 
So then, um, anyway, they start, uh, they, they all head off to this bicycle thing and they arrive. It's a thing. It says the sprocket rocket, but Dolores gets that goes sprocket rocket. I'm like, please have Dolores do all your marketing. Come ride the sprocket rocket. Hi, I'm Dolores. I have a reservation for 14. <laughs> for the sprocket rocket. I, I have a text <laughs> message from my ex. He wants to know, does this fit in the living room? <laughs> so many housewives have such iconic lines that we just remember season after season. I think mine is going to be sprocket rocket. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dolores. I have a reservation for 14. <laughs> on the sprocket rocket i just like the idea of like i mean we know that like bravo booked this but i like to think of dolores going through yelp being like okay activities in nashville let's see there's bull riding cowboy country music music oh sprocket rocket sprocket let's do rocket that. sprocket rocket <laughs> three yelp stars that's good enough it's better than one i'm calling them <laughs> sprocket rocket this is Dolores. I need reservations for 14. Hi, Sprocket Rocket. I'd like to know what are your safety protocols. You don't have any? Great. <laughs> great. Sounds great. <laughs> We're there. So, so they get so, to the Sprocket yeah. Rocket. And I love Bill. I feel like we don't really talk about this enough. That I feel like Bill tries so hard to bro it out but he never for me it never quite lands properly because he's like hey let's go in the shade in the back baby i'm like he just always is adding baby onto things in this attempt to be like mm -hmm. a bro and i always feel like it's so awkward and i just want him to stop saying baby all the time <laughs> he cracks me up i mean later he does this thing where he's leaning on the countertop because you know the guys were always like leaning on the <laughs> yes, countertop like hey this. bro and Bill does it, but like with his palms <laughs> flat on the countertop and kind of his Down elbows facing the other way. And he's just like preening up, just smiling. <laughs> like at Ariel on the rock. That's like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I saw that too. It I was is like, Ariel on the rock. Hey, so baby. funny, this guy. Mm, hey, bro, baby. Or they're going for a group activity and he's like, mm, better stretch. This is a tour de France to those boys. They have to compete over everything. Mm. It's like, no, but ain't, ain't a one of them know what the tour de France is. So <laughs> I know they, they're way already out of their real house. No Poland handed. Right. So Bill is mm. like, he's like, mm, so let's get in the shade in the back, baby. Mm, I love a shady part and I love a back part. Mm. Now, I don't want everybody to think that I just hate every employee on TV like this. I also hate employees in real life like this, okay? <laughs> I hate the waiters who act like this. I hate anybody who acts like this. And the over-enthusiasm trying to get you into it, like a fucking warm-up comic at the beginning of a terrible talk show that you're getting paid $50 to go see because you can't pay your electric bill. Yeah. Sorry, it's getting too personal. But the guy's like, everybody, welcome to the bog, okay? We're going to go in the bog, yeah, Here's what you do. And I was like, oh, my God, shoot this fucking guy. This is, this is, this guy embodies that part of Mamma Mia where they make you stand up and sing for 10 minutes at the end. That is this guy awful. encapsulated into a person. He was awful. And, you know, it was, his name is Drew. And there was a lady there named Allison. Allison's like the bartender who actually like walks and serves the drinks on this contraption but drew is like your he's like the captain lee of it and he's like hey my name is drew and this is allison everybody say hi to allison everyone goes 
hi Allison and I'm just like poor Allison that she has to sit she's like I'm just trying to pay my bills at Vanderbilt <laughs> I just I, I just need to earn some cash god I'm stuck with Drew the bike driver <laughs> yeah because Drew is that guy that someone's dad's like now Drew that's one of the boys who's moving to management and you're like really but is that the goal like is that the goal really dad like do you want me to move up to management for the for the multi-pedaling bike experience like is that what you want but your dad's like but that drew's got it going look at the enthusiasm can't you have some enthusiasm no i'm a fucking bus boy at applebee's i got i got called a bad apple today for not you know dusting the top of those terrible plastic lanterns that hang from the ceiling okay no i don't want to be in upper management at applebee's i think we all know drew's real future is that he's going to be a a deckhand on Below Deck because you know it's going to be like Below Deck season 14 and there'll be like episode four and he's and they're like the crew oh the guests want the crew to dress up in mullets and be like actually like this is sort of my wheelhouse like before I was on in yachting I actually used to pilot a 13 person bike in Nashville so fun is sort of my thing and I'll have a picture of him yeah. you know because like is that like the most Below Deck backstory of all time this fucking bike and by the way it really is and he'll be like I was a captain of a 14 peddler bike. So. <laughs> I, know. I know. I also feel so bad for the people of Nashville. Uh, not this time, but like like two times ago when we went to Nashville, we stayed in a hotel that was actually like a block away from Hattie B's, which is where they go next. And I just remember I walked over there and like five of these bikes went by and it was all, they're all run by Drew. They're all like, hey, if you see a red light, say red light, red light, red light. And I was like, the poor, poor people who live here who just have to are just like, you know, they're playing doodle jump or whatever. And then all of a sudden they hear this like Drew outside their window. Oh, red light, red light, red light. I'm like, oh, yeah. people of Nashville deserve better than that noise in the background. You know, uh, we all deserve better. You know, I suspect Drew might even deserve better. I, I <laughs> see no evidence of that, but I'm in an empathetic mode today. Um, so let's see. I just here's my note that I wrote down about it. Guy is too energetic. Now, how I went, how I got all that out of that. I don't know, but the memory triggered me. I, and I, so then and Dolores... Has, I was going to say, he, there's also oh. a game that they play, which is that whenever they show up to a red light, the whole group has to say, one, two, three, red light. They all have to scream it, and then they all drink, which I was like, is this just because Drew is a terrible driver, and at this point, he just needs people to tell him when there's a red light? Like, how many how many intersections has he busted through? And how many car accidents <laughs> does he cause? He's like, I better cause, like, create a game so I know when to stop my bike. Well, I mean, I just think as a kid from the 70s and the 80s, I just I miss drinking while you're driving games. You know, those were so fun. <laughs> All right, kids, there's a red light. Just don't forget to yell red light, red light, red light. <laughs> do I say red light three times? Is that something three times? You got it. You got it, guys. Uh, so anyway, you were about to say something about Dolores before I weighed in on that. It really doesn't matter. They're going to Hattie Bees. <laughs> <laughs> None of this matters. This is going to be a 19-hour recap of talking about literally nothing. So they go to uh, – so Teresa comes, right? And Marge is here's – Mar here's my problem with Marge. The whole season, she's just – she's got the right cards. She's just kind of playing them all at the wrong time, you know? She used this Teresa stuff right at the beginning instead of kind of waiting for somebody else to bring it up and her to say, Teresa, you know, maybe you should get in front of it. She used the Jen stuff. She didn't – she waited for Jen to come over to kind of try to apologize, which is the wrong time to victimize somebody. Yeah. 
And then with this, she's playing it too hard. Like, everybody can see Teresa was wrong, but Marge is just walking around like, I will not talk to Teresa. I've had it. That is it. My foot is down. And Teresa comes on acting all nice. Like, hey, love, love, love. Hi, Marge. And Marge is like, hello. It's like, no, you have to wait till Teresa is being a monster. Then you're standing up to the monster. You cannot be standing up to someone who's, like, coming off as the hero. I think she thinks she's She's doing that, though. I think she thinks she's doing that because Teresa, I mean, Teresa did just like throw a bunch of drinks at her and did just fat shame her the night before. So I think Margaret thinks she's standing up to the monster, but I kind of agree with you. I think the timing is not quite right. She's sort of somehow Teresa is coming off as like the the warmer, more not more mature person, but she's like the friendlier person in a weird way. And and Marge is coming off as the person who just can't get over this this issue. Yeah, bullshit because Marge is totally in the right. Yes, March is in the right. That's what makes me crazy. I'm team March on it. It's just how she's playing it. Like her timing of it is just not right. Like she just talked to everybody and she knows that everybody is giving Teresa a pass. So she decides to emphatically not give her a pass. And then they, she also knows that every little thing that Teresa does that looks like an I'm sorry, they're going to take as giving Teresa, a, you know, they're going to give Teresa an award for it and congratulate yeah. her. So for Teresa to come and say hi so friendly. Yeah. <laughs> friendly and loudly to Marge and Marge being called back is just the optics, the optics. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I think you're right. So they go biking around. They go terrorize Nashville <laughs> with a hey, Jersey, Jersey bumps. Hey, they're like fist bumping and yelling red light and all this stuff. And um, then eventually uh, <laughs> Joe Gorka's like, hey, let's dip this thing. Let's dip this thing. I'm like, you realize if this 13 person bicycle tips over in the middle of traffic, <laughs> some of you will wind up with several broken bones. <laughs> Just This is not a pool float. That is so Jersey, though, right? <laughs> Let's dip it. Let's fuck it up, all right? Because they're saying they're they're laughing while they're while they're <laughs> riding the bike. They're talking about how if this was Jersey, traffic would be like, "Hey, what the fuck you doing? Get the fuck out the road, you fucking moron!" Which is true, and because I was thinking in Texas, you would get shot. Like we can't yeah. have these because someone would come out with a gun and be like, "You move that fucking monstrosity of a bicycle, <laughs> or you're gonna get it through the chest." And it would probably be legal. But Jersey, yeah, I think what they really do would they would really do is tip it over. <laughs> yeah, I think so. So then they finally arrive at Hattie B's and um they're like drunk and they're dancing around and Jen and Melissa fall over and Jen's like, Don't you know I'm a faller? And so we get a montage of Jennifer falling over through the years, which is always great. I love slapstick. <laughs> this is you know, one thing I got to credit the Jersey cast for is they do not give a fuck about looking like tourists. Like, wherever no. they go in, they've got such pride about where they're from. No matter where they go, they shame the other people for not being where they're from. They're yeah. like, oh, this is how you do it here? Ew. <laughs> and so, like, they'd go on a Europe European trip. Well, they did. You know, they were kind of like that. Like, what, what side of the street you driving on here? That's stupid. <laughs> Everyone knows it's the left side. I'm like, no, Teresa, actually, it's the right side. Uh-uh, not for the cars coming the other way. You know, like idiots. But they walk into a spicy hot chicken place, and they're like, oh, yeah? You got it spicy? No, I like it really spicy. I'm Italian. My mom made arrabbiata. That's what we call it in Italy, all right? So you can do that? You think I'm afraid of you? I know spicy. You don't know spicy. It's like, Jesus Christ, would so, you eat the local fucking chicken without shaming it? 
Also, no disrespect to your mom and her cooking, but I'm sure that the red pepper flakes that she included in her arabiata are not going <laughs> to be quite as hot as the full jar of cayenne pepper that's going on to your Nashville <laughs> hot chicken, okay? And you know that this place is used to tourists, like it's in a tourist area, and you know that they're used to these fucking people coming in like, oh, really spicy? Oh, yeah. I'm I'm from wherever. Show me your spiciest. And they yeah. just murder them with the spices, which yeah. I like. You could just, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, God, you know how many, this probably happens every day, multiple times a day. Like, give me your spiciest one. I want to see what that's like, you know? So I'm already feeling so bad for this poor waitress who has to be like, the spiciest thing is the shut the cluck up. Hey, that's funny. Shut the cluck up and let's get five of them, okay? Yes, of course. Here's your shut the cluck ups. Commercials. Here comes one right now. And just like Bill said, they're going to make a, com- a competition out of it. So the guys are going to eat the spiciest thing and see who can withstand it the longest and bill's like mm, well i can <laughs> by the way there was also um, a weird when they were talking about this doing this competition there was like this weird moment where louis says to Teresa, like hey you want the hey three you want the hot chicken and then melissa turns to joe and goes well you get the ho- the fucking hottest chicken every night and then louis goes ah! i'm like wait i'm confused about several things is melissa calling her lady parts a chicken right now, like a hot chicken. <laughs> and as Louis think that is like, what is Louis laughing at now? Also, by the way, because they say like chick, like you got your chick, right? Uh, so she's oh. like, you've got the hottest chicky, oh, you know, like the hottest oh, chickity chicky. or whatever. Of oh. all. So she's calling herself the hottest. <laughs> I thought she was talking. What about Louis it. is doing, I don't know. Well, like I. I did think, you know, just as someone who doesn't eat chicken, I see it and I'm like, this is so much like chicken death, like this whole episode. Mm-hmm. Then the next scene, they're like, you want some chicken lollipops? And they're just I, like, it just looks chicken. like big impaled chickens. Like, it's just horrible. And on this, <laughs> but on this one, I'm like, Ronnie, people eat chicken. Like, shut the fuck up. You haven't had chicken for like three years and all of a sudden you're a saint. Like, shut up, you hypocrite. Mm-hmm. But I was watching this and I was like, I'm not really worried about the chicken except around Louie. Because Louis would strangle a chicken. I'm telling he you, Louis is a strangler. Chicken, I see it. Say. I think that's why he's always purple. I think that's his karma for whatever strangling he's done. Like, he just is very, like, purple and, like, <laughs> he's very strangle ready, you know? Like, he is. Or like, very strangled. You know what I mean? Like, he seems like his, like, his, the blood vessels in his face. A strangle ring. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a massage <laughs> ring, but with strangling instead. We'll try it. We'll try it. Yeah, we'll That's try what it. People in do. We'll try it. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah. So, anyway, it's time for them to to have their spicy chicken, <laughs> etc. And um, so, yeah. Apparently, Bill just loves spice. I actually thought this was cool because Bill like loves spicy food so much, and Jennifer loves bragging about how much he loves spicy food. Oh, he'll eat anything spicy. He takes the wasabi and just puts it all over sushi. He loves it. He loves the spiciness. It's like the most proud she's ever been of him before in her life. I know what everybody should do when their husband is um, outed for having a long time affair. My husband can swallow the best. It's like, okay, all right. You know, if that's the, that's the track you're going to go on, I support it. So uh, then, uh, yeah, so, so now it's time. 
it's time basically well though no, it's not they just announced that they're having this this chicken thing but meanwhile melissa's like telling Teresa, like Teresa, we need you to behave today okay we need to have a fun lunch which is Teresa's, which is also melissa's way of agitating Teresa to get her to not have a fun lunch Yes, exactly. Because Melissa knows she doesn't have a goddamn storyline. She hasn't figured out yet that they've completely cut Antonia's Sweet 16 party out of the show. <laughs> but she That's knows so that she's always called the boring one because she makes Instagram posts like, Oh, really? You guys think it's boring seeing happiness and fun times? Um, so she knows that she's considered the boring one. So she's at least got to instigate, you know, what she does. She's like, Please don't talk to Marge. And she's like, Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, I'm going to talk to him now. I'm going to talk to him right now. And they're like, no, please, let us have fun. It's like, uh, 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 I'm going to talk to him. And they're at the table right next to Marge's table, right? So Marge yeah. hears this, and she's just fanning herself, rolling her eyes like, oh, my God, please. Please just let me get through the bun of the chicken. That's all I request. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Somehow I got bun in my teeth. <laughs> so Margaret's like, so she comes over. She, Teresa comes over, sits next to her, and goes, so, like, can we talk? Can we talk? And she's like, you know what? Now I don't think it's an appropriate time, okay? You, you know, your brother's about to shit a thousand shits out of his butt from this chicken, so I just <laughs> want to watch that for a moment, okay? No, I want to talk right now. I want to talk right now. She's like, um, do we really need to ruin another meal? And it's like, oh, yeah, you've been talking about Louis for months now. Hey, you know what? That hurts my feelings because, you know, I thought we was friends. <laughs> you know what? Ten- oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now they're friends. Yeah, now. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, this to me isn't about Louis. It's about a very large conversation, and I don't think now is an appropriate time. And she's like, well, I do it when I want to. I'm 49 years old. I do what I want to when I'm 49 years old. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> and she's like, Teresa, 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 just wait. Just stop, because you're getting yourself worked up now. She's like, ah, I talk when I talk. <laughs> and, um... She's like, I want, I want you to understand, all right? And she was like, later, later, this chicken, the spicy chicken, come on. This hot chicken is spicy. They say it's real spicy. Come on. <laughs> it's like Mars Arabiata. Come on. She's like, no, because it was bothering me. The whole trip was not fun. It was not fun. I'm like, that's because you made it not fun, Teresa. I know. I love that they talk to Teresa like she's 5'2". It cracks me up. They're like, no, come on, Teresa, but they're spicy chicken. Aren't you excited to see how spicy the chicken is? Call it spicy chicken. Like, all right. (laughs) They give her like a lollipop, a chicken lollipop. (laughs) Teresa's over there coloring a menu, you know, like, all right. Wow, it's been 45 minutes and she still hasn't made her way out of that maze on the placemat. It's crazy. Oh, and of course, Jen's like, that was nice. That was so nice of you, Teresa. <laughs> it was nice. They took the initiative to come over and talk. And so Margaret's like, well, it's always on her terms. So no, I don't think it was nice. So then, uh um, yeah. yeah. I've forgiven her very quickly with things, you know, like with the hair pulls with Danielle. I'm just, I'm very quick to forgive. And this time it's going to take at least three dinners. Okay. So we measure things in New Jersey. <laughs> So she tells us that she always had a soft spot for Tree because her mom had just died. And like like we've mentioned many times on this show, Teresa's constantly going through something on this show. And it's yes. not like it's faked stuff. It's real stuff. But it's like you never can really go against Teresa because she's got something completely traumatic going on, right? Yeah. And Marge is like, you know, it's always a trauma. And like I'm always there for her. And I have this soft spot for her. Also, she's the star of the show that I want to be on. So. <laughs> 
Yeah. Let's not leave that out. And Marge is like, but you know, she's trying to think about talking, and that means that there's been progress. <laughs> Look, she found the word potato in the word scramble. That's progress, <laughs> baby. It's not even spelled right. She she put pot but Utah. There's not a potato. Like why are you pretending that she found the word potato? She didn't. There's she no- did. She's trying. <laughs> Hey, look, Teresa, they brought you a free glass of milk because you won. (laughs) No, no, that's what I ordered it in. Look, look, she didn't even circle the letters. She's just circling the table. That's a crumb. She circled a crumb. Crumbs do not count in a word scramble. (laughs) She circled the maze, and then she just put X's all over the the letters in the word scramble. She won't even do the children's menu right. All right. (laughs) <laughs> uh, oh look now Joe Gorg is circling crumbs also what's wrong with this family <laughs> he's like you got crumbs you, you should see the crumbs we got in Jersey you think this is bad huh look at that hey. look I made a dick I made a dick it's a dick it's a dick amazingly that dick does circle the letters P-O-T-A-T-O so okay I guess it qualifies <laughs> <laughs> oh, what came first, the chicken or the GED? I don't even know at this point. Speaking so, of chicken, uh, here comes the chicken guides. So that the hot chicken uh, arrives, and uh, they just start. <laughs> they just start like you know. They start. Bill starts dipping his fries in it just to sort of test out the spice. Now I don't know. I don't know if you've ever done one of these spicy things, spicy challenges. I did it once. I did it something like this once. I was in San Luis. I would pay to see you oh. do a hot things challenge. I would pay to see a your hot face. things challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just call it that? Hot Ben and the hot things challenge. No, so I was up in San Luis Obispo about like eight or nine years ago, and um, there was a we, was a group trip, and we're at a restaurant, and the restaurant had like a spicy burger, and they said if you can finish the spicy burger, you get like a T-shirt. And so I asked the waitress, I was like, how spicy is this burger? I said, how, how many people finish the burger? And she goes, um, about 50%. I was like, that's actually pretty good odds for like a spicy. Ch- you would think for like a spicy challenge, the odds are like, I've seen three people do it, you know? But she was like, half the people yeah. can do it. So I was like, I want a free t-shirt. And I love spicy food. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. So the burger comes and my whole strategy was I want to take like as many bites as quickly as possible so that way before the spice really hits so i take like on this by the second bite the heat is so overwhelming i'm like oh my god because it was like ghost pepper this and that and they put spice on the front it was a disaster and it was so hot and then people in my everyone in the group everyone was so curious that everyone started taking bites also and they were like one girl took a bite and went ran to the bathroom to throw up immediately and the whole night was crazy and the point of the story is that take those spicy challenges seriously because they fuck you up like you it oh, yeah, was they fuck you it up. was painful and then the worst part was that like when i went home i felt myself digesting you could feel it's so hot you feel it going like at different parts of your body like you know yeah how far along you are in the digestion process which is cool but also disgusting and right uh, in a scientific way it's cool but yeah, yeah like it's sort of cool to have like a little tracker in there it's like beep 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 but i'm telling you people 
don't do these spicy challenges. It wasn't worth it. And I didn't even get the t-shirt at the end. I did manage to sort of like finish it, albeit with help from other people. And they're like, you have to finish your fries too, which had ghost pepper on them. And I was like, you know what? Fuck this t-shirt. I just didn't even win. Got nothing out of it. Yeah. And that's like, you know, it's like Melissa says later, like that was a dumb competition because you don't even win a good prize. Like, why are you putting yourself through that? And that's how I feel about, like, you want a t-shirt that says, wow, I won the spice. Like, I'll swallow anything. Like, you don't need to be wearing that around anywhere, really. Because I feel like it doesn't make you look good when you wear that out. People are like, wow, you won the eating contest? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's just like, it's like wearing, it's like wearing a t-shirt that says one tequila, two tequila, three tequila floor. It's like, where are you really going to wear that anywhere? Are you really going to wear it? I think the best t-shirt and the t-shirt that will always, you know, remain in my heart is I'm with stupid with an arrow Mm. pointing to your right. I love that. That's a classic. Okay. So t-shirts aside. So the guys are doing this contest and Bill, you know, is still trying to bro out in the Bill way where he's like, now this is some spicy shit. (laughs) like curses with perfect diction like it just doesn't fit but it's so fucking funny and he's probably the calmest through the whole thing because the other guys are almost immediately out evan and benino were like we're not doing this evan's like (laughs) i'm too rich for this and benino's like why would i do that and then (laughs) by the way he's like why yeah, Louis also is trying to bro out. Louis, you know, like Bill's trying to bro out in one way, but Louis tries to bro out in another way, and he like obviously can't. He takes one fight, and he's like, <laughs> and Dolores goes, "Don't do it, Lou. Don't do it. Don't do it." <laughs> he was out like in one second. Yeah. Then, um. So it basically, and Frank, Frank, Frank did what I did the last time I did this because I worked at a Moroccan place, and they would make uh, the chef was so good there, and he would make uh, fresh harissa, homemade harissa, which is Thai chili. It's a lot of chilies, but it's mostly red Thai chili. It's like a sauce that they make, mm, right? Yeah. And when I first started working there, they're like, "Aha, uh-huh, taste this chili, taste this chili," and I was like, "You guys, I'm from El Paso, Texas. Okay, I know my chili. You know, I've had one of those attitudes." So they did that to me. They're like, oh, really? Here, taste it. You you think you can eat this little tiny piece of this red pepper? And I'm like, sure. I started crying. Okay, <laughs> not like actual, like tears just started coming out. I was sweating. And then it hurt so bad. And they had handed it to me like in my finger. So like I took it. <sighs> and then I started crying. And then I wiped no. my, my eye with my finger, which just had the chili on it. No. So then I was sobbing. And my eye, you know, blew up like this. Like it was very cyclopsy. And I was just... I will never do it again. And I pooped out fire, I swear to you, from a little tiny bite of chili. It never left. It It never left. Still, sometimes I think, I think that chili was there from like 12 years ago. I think it's still there. (laughs) It's still, it's, some things never leave you. It took a part of you. Little parts. Yeah. Like uh, when you do ecstasy or LSD or something, it stays in your fat because it's so um, absorbent. It stays in your fat. And so sometimes, You'll just be having a normal day, and you'll get high all of a sudden. Like, whoa, bro, want to make out with the checkout lady? What is going on here? And it's like goes away soon because it stayed in your fat, still there somewhere, somewhere. Well, Frank is also having like a meltdown, and he has a look on his face like he looks like he's sort of getting a blowjob. He's like, oh. like stuff is like falling out of his mouth. It's like his mouth isn't fully open, but it's open enough that things are like just like teetering. Out. He's like, oh. I need milk. 
Oh, yeah, wow. he's a mess. He's leaking. And then Joe Gorga is leaking from everywhere. Spit just starts falling out of his mouth, you know, because he yeah. can't even feel his mouth anymore. <laughs> so funny. So then um, everyone's like, have fun pooping later, basically. Yeah, seriously, that's... And Marge is like, we're going to be having burnt assholes for dinner. <laughs> so then back at the house, uh, Tiki is there. But he's not doing anything because he's, I guess, working from the vacation house. Yeah. And I was sad we didn't get a shot of Tiki, like, sitting I know. Fake casually reading his book. I was really looking forward to it. There was like a shot where Margaret and, and Joe were on like the porch swing. And I was like, wow, Tiki must be furious. <laughs> like that's his swing. <laughs> you guys stole Tiki's setup. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they all come home and they're like, uh, Tiki, you missed a good time, bro. We had a contest. All right. All right, we tied. Me and Bill tied. We t- we 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 tied in the contest. You know, <laughs> this guy looks like he put a dick in an electric socket. All right, <laughs> and Tiki's like, uh, that's gonna feel real good when it's coming back out later. I'm Tiki Barber. <laughs> He's like, I dress business casual for the occasion. So um, then they're they basically are like back and they're now everyone's going to basically take naps. They just Frank is on his bed like, oh my god, the law! I'm gonna throw up! I'm gonna throw up! Oh my god, the law! I'm just glad. I'm just happy that the chinchilla did not have to be there for this. Uh, so it's getting ready scene. You know, we have to have twenty thousand getting ready scenes in this <laughs> episode. This is like our third. So they do that, and did you notice Jackie came down in the dress from that she wore to the crappies? I was like, wow, well, I'm that. honored. Wow, I'm honored to make it to the hot, spicy chicken episode. Thank you. <laughs> Wow, Ronnie eagle-eyed. Wow, that's I'm gonna have to go go back and look at that. Well, it was beautiful. I'm a gay guy, but I'm still like a pig when it comes to um, like I see a pretty girl and I'm like, oh my god, you look so hot. <laughs> like I can't stop my. I'm, it's, it's like harassment, right? And then when I say it, I'm like, you shouldn't. Even if you're gay, you shouldn't be like, oh my god. Like I was shot. I mean, I wasn't shot. I don't know. Meeting people in real life is always different. But I was like, you're so beautiful. <laughs> It's allowed. You're allowed to say someone's beautiful. It's okay. She was beautiful. I feel like a harasser, and I try not to look at boobs. I know somebody who got a boob job and fin- recently, and they were finally like, did you even notice I got my boobs done? And I was like, I don't look at your boobs. Like, what am I, a monster? I'm not going to sit here and stare at your boobs the whole time. I will say, boobs aside, I will say that like my experience has been anytime that we've met a real housewife, they've been like kind of knockout gorgeous in person like across the board like has there ever been one where you thought eh, meh <laughs> like they've all been like just no beautiful. they're all they're all so much more like charismatic too than i think you yeah. know like you can really see why they're on tv usually why are we t- nobody's even listening to this episode anymore <laughs> I right i think they quit like 30 minutes ago this is one where i'm like i think we lost the entire no, audience surely, but let's just talk about let's just talk about what people in real life wear <laughs> surely everyone stayed through my fascinating story about the time i had a spicy burger right that was only like 30 minutes of a, of a, of a story about me eating something <sighs> ring of fire <laughs> Uh, so Teresa, uh, <laughs> little Johnny Cash, uh, chili, chili competition song. My ring will fire. My finger hurts. Mm. All right, <laughs> that's what, that's where we're at. My fingers. Buy your hydro jug, everybody. It started to hurt my finger, my middle <laughs> finger. Buy your hydro jug. Okay, so uh, 
everyone's talking. Frank is basically like, and this is why Mar- uh, Dolores will always keep her job because she always brings it back around to whatever the plot is. <laughs> She's like, you know what my stomach hurts from? The drama that happens earlier. <laughs> Thank you. Of Thank course, you. I'm talking Dying about. Up. Wrap it up. I'm of course I'm talking about the drama when it turns out that Sprocket Rocket did not take Venmo. Wow, <laughs> the way that Frank roughed up Drew against that brick wall and behind Hattie B's, it was drama. So Teresa is going off to Louie. She's saying, "I don't care that I was doing that in front of everyone because I'm gonna bring it up because it's a love bubble, right? And tonight I'm gonna make it clear that we're in a love bubble and ain't no one popping a love bubble, right? And he's like. <laughs> <laughs> The more they say love bubble, the more I think of in Super Mario Brothers when, like, <laughs> when you die and Mario comes back in a bubble in the new one. Just floating yeah. along. That's just like Teresa and Louie just floating along in Super Mario. Yeah. So they, so then Marge is like, well, I can't believe Teresa is doing this and we're going to get dinner and she's going to try it again. And guess what? Game on. <laughs> so Melissa, um, they all guess what? time to gather around the kitchen island again i mean was this episode produced by cynthia bailey what's going on here so they all gather <laughs> melissa is wearing basically a Mackenzie child's skirt it's just a black and white checkerboard skirt which you know you know kyle was watching somewhere being like oh my god it's my foyer so then uh joe gorga announces that he threw up and then we get a flashback of him trying to throw up and he's like He's struggling at the toilet because his fingers aren't long enough so that, would, so that way he can puke. So Frank's like, hold on a second. I got something for you. And he hands him the dick, like the, the severed dick. And you're like, ha, ha, ha. But then Gorka goes, I didn't even think one second. I put it right down there. I was like, whoa. Yeah. And I thought his terminology was so funny because he's like, yeah, I put that dick right down my throat because, you know, I had to get rid of the poison. Well, you know, he calls sperm poison. Yeah. You know, that's his whole thing. Like, I got to take care of myself because I got to get rid of the poison. And now he is shoving dicks down his throat to get rid of the poison. I mean, full circle dick moment for Joe Gorka. Well I done. Know. Well also, done, season. And failure that um, they did not capture this on camera. That was a failure. So, uh, or they, at least they did they show did. it. They did. Oh, him. well, the, the actual dick part they did. The dick show. part. Yeah. Yeah. So now they're uh, they're now on uh, they're back in the party vans and they they go to a they they're going to go to a swanky rooftop and um, are they at the rooftop or are they having a conversation in the vans? I can't quite tell from my notes the specifics. They of go to the <laughs> what's happening? They go to the next. rooftop. Yeah, they just go because <laughs> this was a lot of like now they're now they're gathered in the kitchen now they're going to the van now they're splitting and going a different van <laughs> yeah now they're at a restaurant now they're, at the elevator now they're bank. in the restaurant <laughs> now they're on the rooftop of the restaurant yeah there were a lot of moments where it seemed like something was going to happen but no it was like hello rooftop yeah <laughs> i have a reservation for 14 it's my name under- is dolores it may have been the reservation may have been made under the name Sprocket Rocket. You should check. <laughs> so uh, So she yeah. makes a cheers and they're all talking about how much fun they had and it's a girls and boys situation. The girls are over at one table and the boys are at another table. And um they're talking about like, Oh my god, are you gonna talk to Tree Margaret? And she's saying, I I, I don't know, like how much can you say? And Jennifer's like, But she was nice here today. I mean, wasn't that nice when she said hello? <laughs> wasn't it nice when she followed up her little menu and turned it into a fortune teller thing, you know? Wasn't that nice of her? 
and <laughs> Tracy's like, I don't want to celebrate her being a good human being. <laughs> I'm like, thanks, Tracy. Thanks for weighing in uh, today with your lots of contributions. Uh, yeah, but at least it was a good point. Like, she doesn't get points for, like, being nice once, you yeah. know? And so uh, Jen's like, but why? I mean, don't they have awards that you give children just to incentivize them? <laughs> and Jack is like, I don't want to treat Teresa like she's a child. I have enough children that I have to treat like children as it is, Okay. So Margaret's like, no, the problem is you girls have lowered your standards for her, okay? You really have lowered your standards. Dolores is like, I don't think I've lowered my standards whatsoever. But that being said, I did buy this little dog bowl for her. I'm just going to put it to the side of this table for when she gets here, okay? <laughs> I mean, you didn't lower your standards for her, Dolores. I mean, come on. You said she was like a dog from a shelter, okay? Not even a moth bot dog. Okay, that's ridiculous. <laughs> and uh, she's like, listen, I don't expect from somebody what I would do for them. Okay. And she's like, oh, yeah. And then after that hair pull, she said she's going to show me how much she loves me. Oh, really? Is that how you show me? By throwing an entire table of food all over my outfit? <laughs> yeah, and then last night she body shamed me, okay? And then Jen says, well, I had to say something to you that was mean, you know? And, J- and Mark was like, well, you should have said something. You should have said something to defend me, okay? And she's like, I just want everyone to be calm for a second, okay? Just everyone be calm. Here, look, I got a sippy cup for Teresa, and let's wait, we'll, can we get a booster chair? Can we get a booster chair for my baby? Huh? I, I love that Jen doesn't even hide it. She's like, but I didn't want to make her mad. <laughs> We're scared of Teresa. Are you new to this show? We don't yeah. want to scare Teresa. So then, of course, Teresa gives her, you know, Jill Zarin walk in. Yeah. She's all, hi. And so uh, <laughs> Louis is wearing a blazer that has like like glitter down, the like a center stripe of glitter down the back, which is just like... So he's wearing his Nashville country star jacket. It was like Nash Jersey at that moment. And Nash uh, Jersey. Yeah. Yes. And then Margaret. And then they're separating to go to the boys and girls table and they have to like kiss each other. It's like, I'm going to miss you. I'm going to miss you too. <laughs> I'm going like, to miss you. Out. Call me. All right. Don't forget to text me. All right. And since, Mar- since you know, Margaret's mad at her, Margaret does the thing that she does when, when someone who she's mad at walks in. She's like, I'm going to suck on a very on a very long straw. Just, she just sticks it in her mouth and just stares. Like, <laughs> with my molas. With yeah. my molas. It's like, put the straw all the way in the back of her mouth. <laughs> it's like she's at the dentist. So, Louis pulls Joe aside for this scene. So he's like, Joe, can we talk? Listen, I just wanted to take this moment and uh, thank you for being so genuine with me, you know, because like you helped me give give me a fair shake. You know, with the girls is different because, you know, there's been so much judgment about my past, right? Uh, the, the past that you like lie about right to their faces, even though there's video proof proving that you're fucking lying. You yeah. weirdo. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, yeah, the only judgment I want is from that girl right over there. Did you see what she I'd never seen scare someone scare a word scramble like she did by the time i looked at that kid's menu there weren't any more letters on the page all right now that's my wife listen i'm gonna ask her i'm gonna ask i'm gonna i'm gonna take her to europe next next month and then i'm gonna propose to her and gorga's like really yeah i want to respect you like you're her dad and i want to ask you for her blessing listen i'm sick of people treating her like she's a little girl but that being said do you mind if I take your daughter out to an ice cream? Huh? 
And he's like, you know what? I'm glad you're telling me that, you know? Because, like, to be honest, like, at first, I was like, I really like this guy, you know? But then those stories, they they just, there's, like, more and more stories just kept coming, you know? And if there's only, if there's only like, one Instagram proving that you stole some before and afters of a house you never even owned, you know, to promote your own business, that's one thing. But if it happens multiple times, that's when there's trouble, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's, he's like, you know, I haven't, I haven't asked you anything because when i did get involved with her ex it was problems okay because she's my only sister and she's been to hell and back sort of like my stomach today before i gave a blowjob to a severed penis (laughs) and louis like well you know like look oh because joe's like all right so i gotta ask you what's up with the past bro and he's like well, look, I got to tell you, bro, you know, like I got divorced at 35 and I was confused. So I had some toxic relationships, you know, like, you know, dirty, thirsty, low life slut exes. All right. <laughs> That's what happened. Oh, oh so, OK. That makes total sense. Oh, you sound really respectful of women. Take yeah. her away. Take her away, Louie. Yeah. Sounds great. Seriously. And I actually added slutty, but he did say all the other things. Yeah. Like, he might as well really have said wow. slutty. And Gorga's like, yeah. he's like. Hey, I mean, you could have been in a toxic relationship, but they're constantly coming, right? Just like this one down here. I'm pointing to my penis. Constantly coming. <laughs> eh? Eh? There he is. There he is. So the the ladies are watching and, of course, gossiping the whole time. Jackie's like, oh, my God. Look at look at him. He's being quiet. That's not good. Uh, there's some quiet over there. And Marge's like, you know what I think happens? Is Louis just gets very anxious when you ask him questions. You know what I mean? That's why he can only watch Jeopardy, because they only give you answers, okay? <laughs> you have to make up whatever question you want in response. <laughs> I can't even imagine Louis on Jeopardy. Uh, what is, uh, what is uh, the color purple? Uh, uh? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take uh, bitches who lied about me just to make me look bad because they didn't want me to be happy for uh, 500 Alex, all right? Uh, so, um, <laughs> Jackie's like, I don't like the narrative that girls in this passage is crazy bitches, which I agree with. Um, and then uh, Margaret's like, you know what? There's her side, there's his side, there's the truth, and then there's the cilantro in my teeth, okay? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> There's his side, there's his side, and there's me covered in a table of food because somebody cannot control themselves. Okay. So, Louise. So, um, yeah, Louise. Dolores is just nodding like, you're very right, girls, which I'm not going to admit at all when I kiss Teresa's ass for the rest of this episode. So, go carry on. <laughs> so, then Lu- Louis, go back to Louis, and he's like, listen. I'm not going to say I'm, I'm, I'm like this crown of a man, okay? You know what? I made mistakes. But, you know, I'm trying to be better now. And uh, I met your sister, and my life changed, okay? Hold on. Hold on a second. Uh, all right. Look, I'm crying, bro, okay? Look, you know that I have these nights. Like sniffing, like he smells something coming down the block. So it gets me every time. I'm like, what does he smell? I'm like, what is he sensing? You know, like maybe he's got some superpower. But he's like, you know, I stay up at night and I've been visualizing this girl and she she came. I'm like, you visualized Teresa? That wasn't you visualizing, that was you watching Bravo, fucker. Okay. I just feel bad for anyone who is like trying to manifest a wife and they, Teresa Judice is what they get. I don't know. (laughs) 
So like, like, I mean, that you end up with Teresa and that you're happy. That's okay. But that was your goal. I mean, it's like such a weird goal. I mean, it takes me back to the, you know, the peddling guy just wanting to move up to management. (laughs) So Gorga's like, hey, I appreciate that. You know, if you're asking me for her hand, then absolutely get the saw. I'll chop it right off for you. (laughs) So let's see here. Uh, Joe's like, well, you know, we asked me. That's respect. So, yeah, do it. Marry her. So then Frank's like, you know what I think he's asking? If we can marry Teresa, that's what he's asking. And Evan's like, maybe he's asking for a hand job. <laughs> yeah, come see us in Atlantic City, huh? So now um, so, so now that now Louie and, and Joe rejoin the guys and everything, at this point, the enormous chicken lollipops have arrived. It's literally like a rotisserie on its side. And uh, Teresa's like, hey, babe, you like chicken, huh? You like chicken? And Margaret is, uh, she's like, oh, God, Bill, you poor thing. Because at this point, apparently Bill has started to go into decline over the spiciness. Like, he's been very chill, but now he's like, now something's bad. Because Margaret's like, oh, you poor thing, you poor thing. First of all, you're, you're peaked and green, okay? You can, unbutton, you can unbutton the top button. Okay, that's better. Okay, not all the way down, Bill. Okay, Joe, go again. I, I did not say take off your pants. What is wrong with the men all over here? Joe, put on your seafoam shirt. Why is Joe Gorga swallowing a rubber dick right now? Can somebody <laughs> tell me? I never told him to do that. Does Joe Gorga know that's a chicken lollipop and not a dick? Okay, just checking. So Joe and Melissa come to check on Louis and Tree, and uh, Louis's like, "Ah, we talked about the past a bit, all right? That's what we talked about." And Tree's like, "Yeah, but you guys, like, I feel bad for him because like he's been through stuff, and then like Margaret's bringing light to it." And Melissa's like, "I don't think she meant bad for you guys. She's right over there. Why don't you go talk about it? Why don't you go right now? Come on, go talk, and definitely don't make a scene, and definitely don't throw chicken lollipops all over this rooftop, okay?" And uh, don't do anything that would keep me on this show, even though I've done nothing for years and years on top of years. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. So Teresa goes up to Margaret and she's like, can we talk? Which I thought was so rude of her to pull Joan Rivers famous line in front of Margaret. Like that was a power move by Teresa. <laughs> and Mar- Can we talk? <laughs> Margaret's like, okay, sure. So Margaret's like, you know what? All right. You asked me like Joan would have asked me. So yes, <laughs> yes, we can talk. Sure. Sure. So they go over. Now, this surprised me, this scene, because Teresa's a dum-dum, but she's actually so smart. Like, you can see, and she's so housewife smart. Like, you can see how she's been on this show, because she knows exactly how to play this. She doesn't come over. It seems like when she starts a big fight, it's in front of everybody. It's performative. It's like, look, everybody, I'm sick of this shit, and I'm telling her off in front of everybody. But she really hasn't had a sit down with Marge, right? Mm-hmm. And A, she respects Marge enough to not try this shit one-on-one because she knows it's not going to fly. So she's trying to kind of behave herself, but she also knows how to just make herself the victim in it. Because even I was like, okay, I'm on Teresa's side now, I see. Because she's yeah. like, all I wanted was people to like him because I'm hurt. It hurt my feelings. And then she starts crying, and I'm like, oh, my God. She is. She knows what she is doing. This is why the woman keeps her job, you know? Hand it to her. Yeah, for sure. And so Margaret's like, look, as soon as I saw the shit that was out there about Louis, I came to at your party, and I was like, Teresa, you got to get ahead of this, okay? You know me. I want to get ahead of everything. The day you met me, I said, listen, I slept with my contractor. I cheated on my husband. I love iced coffee. I got Snickers creamer in my purse. And honestly, I'm about to get sued by a whale, okay? I put it all out there. <laughs> 
And Teresa's like, yeah, but I didn't want this stuff out there. You get it? Like the video, the blogs. And she's like, but unfortunately, it's fucking out there. Everybody had seen it already, Teresa. And she's like, yeah, but my friends talking about it does make it light of it. Which... Teresa's just obsessed with sayings with the word light in them. At this <laughs> I point. know. It's like, are you mad that she's making light of it or bringing light to it? What is it? You know? I need the light version of it. Like, maybe some of it, but just make it lighter. You know what I mean? Like, the Diet Coke version of the story is that, right? <laughs> and Margaret's like, you know what? Pretending it never happened, that's giving it light, okay? You know what you could have said? I was in the bad, some bad relationships, but I'm working on it, and I have a great girl right now. Teresa, are you listening? Are you back? You're doing another wood scramble, aren't you? Okay, can someone clear these menus out of here? They're very distracting. And Teresa's like, but that is what he's doing. And yes, today, the season finale, he finally showed up with this line, which is actually taking Marge's advice, which is fun. It's so weird. This show is so weird. So he finally did take that tactic tonight, mm -hmm. which was good. I mean, he should have done that the first day and not acted like such a fucking asshole about it. So she, Teresa, she's like, no, no, he didn't say that. He said, this woman tried to stab her ex with the butcher knife. That's what he said. And she's like, yeah, but you gotta see it from my views, I mean. Like, I just, I see this stuff on social media. There's like one thing after Renata, after Renata. And we've been dealing with this for like a year now, all right? And it's sad. Like, I'm gonna cry now. I'm gonna <laughs> cry now, all right? Like, like I find the one I like, and then this happens. <laughs> Maybe this stuff always happens when you find somebody you like because you're choosing the wrong people. So Margaret's like, "Cause you choose fucking criminals, dude. Yes. That's what that's what you like, you know." Yeah, and Margaret's like, "Listen, Teresa, I can understand that, but you were never transparent about that." Okay, sorry, too many syllables. Okay, uh, let me think. You were never, you never, you you know, say word. You don't. You you hide words, hide background, not open. Huh? Oh, <laughs> Teresa just knows she's going to argue with whatever. So she's like, look, Teresa, I get it, but you were just never transparent. And you just kept pretending you didn't know what we were talking about. And she's like, yeah, because I was on the defense. And I was like, this is one of the best Teresa scenes ever. Like, mm -hmm. she's just kind of talking it through, not throwing anything. And I feel like I'm brainwashed by this show because it's like one time Teresa has a decent conversation. And I'm like, she should win an Oscar. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm like Teresa for president. She wins. Margaret's like, why would you ever think I would ever hurt you and Louie? She goes, well, it didn't feel sincere, did it? She goes, of course it's sincere. But like the way you approached me and like when I first met you, I like fell in love with you and then we cried over my mom. And then like you came from a loving place and like that's the Margaret that I know. And then the Ma this Margaret is like a bitch who eats food all the time. If she sees food, she eats food <laughs> all behind my back. She eats food behind my back. Like don't put food in my backpack because you're eating the food out of the backpack behind my back. Leave us alone, jiggly ass. Like it was going so well and then it takes a turn, right? So Teresa's like, well, my f my real friends, Dolores and Jennifer, they know me. They know what takes me off and what they kiss your ass because they don't want to see you lose your fucking mind and try and murder somebody, Teresa. Yes. And Marge is like, no, no. They even said they lowered their standards for you. And they say you got to treat Teresa different because Louis is her lifeline, which nothing was really that bad that Marge just said. But Teresa doesn't seem to comprehend it because she starts doing her who, who, who thinks? Mm -hmm. Who thinks? Like, she can't finish the sentence. It's just, who thinks something bad? 
let me tell you something. It was everybody, okay? And not just these women. Serena from Tenafly, Rosanna, other Rosanna, Jody one, two, and three. I mean, even my dog, Marlene. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Sue Simmons on the local news. She said it, too. I mean, it's everywhere, Teresa. <laughs> And she's like, you know, and I said, I'm going to hold her accountable. I'm not putting up with this shit. And she goes, well, I don't want to train you like shit. She goes, but you do. You call me trap mouth. You rip my appearance. Then you're mad I won't wear your workout stuff. And then you say my ass is wiggling. And then last night you call me fat. And she's like, I wasn't fat shaming you. I was just fat explaining you. Like, <laughs> you said I never missed a meal. She goes, well, I didn't eat dinner the night before because of what happened. You know, she goes, you called me white trash. You called me a fucking whore. You called me a cut fitness. You spilled an entire table on me. You treat me like fucking dirt. And now, oh God, and now you're trying to stick a, 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 a chicken lollipop in my mouth, which admittedly, I will have that after this conversation. Yes. <laughs> Teresa's like, but I was mad. Like, oh. duh. She's so dumb. <laughs> and also, I didn't eat dinner the night before. You know why? Because I was fighting with you. Oh, really? The fight that you started? Nobody it's brought up Louie. This was you no bringing one. up Louie. No one brought and it up. And started screaming at her and accusing her of crazy things. <laughs> so then Marge is like, what have I ever done to you? And she's like, you're always coming at me. And she goes, no. All I've ever done was speak it to you. I stood up for you non Fucking stop, Teresa. And Teresa goes, oh, yeah? Well, then I will say ditto. And she goes, ditto? Ditto. You're throwing a wrist limbaugh saying out at me now? I'm done with you. Ditto, Teresa? She goes, yeah, like vice versa. (laughs) I know what ditto means, Teresa. (laughs) Now you're talking about Judge Reinhold and Fred Savage. What is wrong with you right now? You know what, Teresa? I have championed you since fucking day one and you have broken my fucking heart and I am jahahana. So then Marge So now Louis is standing there. So Marge walks off mad and Louis goes, okay, thank you. Have a good night. I hate this guy so much. I know. He is the worst. He is terrible. So, oh, and by the way, I said earlier he's a criminal. I don't know that he's a criminal. I suspect he is, though, and I can't wait to find out if I'm right in the coming years. So he's like, good night, good night then. So then she turns back and like, like, oh, God, like rolls her eyes at him, which is why I'll always love her. She's like, of a fuck. Yeah. So Louis's like, you okay, Teresa? She's like, that was a lot of sads. And he's like, yeah, well, you know what? She's making you work too hard for an apology, and you don't need to dance for anyone. All right? (laughs) No, but I want to be on Dancing with the Stars. So then Margaret's like, you know what? I'm done. It was an emotional conversation. I was almost crying because I really do care about her. But then I was like, oh my God, am I really going to cry about Teresa Judice on TV? I don't think so. But for her to be spiteful and to shame me, I'm fucking done. Please pass the chicken lollipop. Thank you. So then Teresa's telling Louie, yeah, and then she said, like, your ex, your ex stabbed somebody? And he's like, yeah, well, you know what? I'm not here to audition for Margaret, okay? She's starving to sit in your seat. I got news for you. She's already sitting in her seat. She has been. Because there's two heads right next to Andy at that reunion, and Marge is in it. Mm-hmm. So she's already got the seat. So calm your tits. Yeah, it's, Louis. it's true. Yeah, and by the way, I'll tell you who's auditioning to sit in Teresa's seat. It's you, Louie. It's literally you. So. It is you, Lou. He's like, let's so, go. I want to get out of here. I want to. I want to. I want to get a jet and go home. <laughs> this is too much. It's too much. Like seriously, I'm done. <laughs> I don't need this. I work hard. You never have to. So that way, you never have to work a day in the life. Let's go move into a fifty thousand square foot house. Am I right? <laughs> now let me. I'm when he was saying this stuff like, let's get a jet. I work too hard, so you don't have to. I was totally like, okay, next season, all the 
All the scams broke. are coming out, right? Broke. Like, he's obviously a shady ass. Shades, like, he's it's obvious. Who talks like this? And then he's screaming and yelling for everybody to hear it and throwing a diva fit on the set that he's been on for about five minutes yeah. after just saying he's changed. Can he please have Teresa's hand in marriage? I mean, this guy is disgusting. So then everyone's shocked, right? Because they're seeing, like, the real Louis. And so... And Jackie's like, well, Tariq tried to convince us he's all a good guy, but maybe right now we're seeing his true colors. And everybody's just watching him pace around like a gorilla. And Joe's like, but you know what, guy? She's happy. Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> that was almost an apology, right? Right? And then so, Marge lays it right out. Oh, she I just tells this. all the girls, because Jenna's still like, but it was nice. So Marge just says, I'm telling you, I was right about Siggy. I was right about Danielle. And I'm right about Louie. Goodbye. Thank you. Curtain. Yeah, I mean, that was, she said it. I mean, like, there was nothing you could say to that. When she said that, I was like, yep, well, yep. And so well, that's and the, a clip that will be played in five years mm-hmm. nonstop. That's going to be the black and white clip. That, that's going to be the new um, uh, like house montage of from Teresa's Teresa selling her house montage. So then, yes. So now Teresa's like, at this point in my life, I just want to be happy, and I know Louis wants the same for me. So if I have to walk away from certain people to protect us, I have no problem with that. I'll do whatever it takes to protect Allah Baba. Oh, right. You're going to quit the show? Bullshit, Teresa. You will never quit the show. If if anything, she thinks she's going to get a spinoff and fuck all these people. And she keeps making all these like veiled threats like, well, guys, I tried to talk to Marge, and that's it. I don't want her in my friend group anymore. In other words, Marge is fired, right? Like, if Teresa's not going to shoot with Marge, she's trying to fire Marge. But then Louie, who's so gross, you know, I mean, how many times do we have to say it? I get it. But... Louis said something to her in this whole thing, like, we're rich. We don't have to do this. I make all this money, and we can just go live our own lives if we want to. You don't need this anymore. Something like the show, which is such like the it's like stereotype boilerplate abuser language. Yeah, like, you're right. You don't need your job. You don't need your friends. You don't need your family. All you need is me and what I can provide That's right. you. It's all about cutting you know? people off. Like, cutting, like yeah. cutting off that support system. I didn't even, I didn't he, even put two and two together when he said... You don't have to put. You don't have to work another day of your life like that. That actually implies that she doesn't even have to come on this show anymore. Yeah, he's like, "Fuck this show! All they've done, you know, while I'm trying to make myself look like a good person, all the show has done is undermined me and tried to make me look stupid all the way up until the end." And you don't need this. We can go. I can pay for it. You know. I mean, he ends. He's trying to convince us the whole season he's not an abuser by ending the season with the most stereotypical abuser lifetime movie language. Wow. You know, you're right. Yikes. Preach, Ron. Preach, dude. So then we get like uh, some little epilogues. Truth. Teresa and Louis went on vacation in Greece, and she finally got asked a question she didn't mind answering, and that question was, "Would you like a diet coke?" And I said, "Yes, please." <laughs> I wrote, "They went to Greece's." So then, um, March is starting an alcohol fre- an alcohol free beverage line. Um, oh, really? I'm not the Countess. Yeah. <laughs> Better than the Countess. Better than Countess. Really? Um, not Melissa- that any of these were too exciting. I mean, Teresa is getting married. I mean, it's not shocking, but it's something. But, I mean, man, in a season of not exciting endings, 
Melissa's is just I'm embarrassed for Melissa at this point. It's like Melissa hasn't missed a game since Antonia started cheer back up. I'm like oh. she'll do anything for an audience, really. Oh, and embarrassed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean none of these were really very interesting at all. I mean, usually the epilogues aren't that interesting, but these are actually I mean it's like but Dolores it goes to show you, you know. <laughs> yeah, Dolores moving again. She moved in with Frank and the kids. Uh, Jen is working on her marriage, and Jackie is uh, doing better with her eating disorder or whatever. So it just goes to show you that it doesn't really matter necessarily their personal storylines. Everyone's like, "What's your storyline this agree. year? Are you going to pretend you're pregnant?" You know, it's just about the. I think this show is the best one out of the currents because they spend so much time together. Yeah, I, I think you make a really good point. I think when people be like, what's your storyline? What's your storyline? Sometimes someone's storyline is just like something with someone else. But what's annoying is when someone doesn't have a storyline and we have to actually sit and watch them. Like we have to spend real estate, like visual real estate, watching like Lisa Rinna opening up her garage to show one of her daughter's dresses you know, so that way she can like impress Al from Love Island. You know, yes, that's that's where. Well, it's this was a fun hard, season. Hard. Um, I can't believe. No, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I literally We're said hard at an hour and a half, which is crazy that we did that for this uh, episode. But super fun uh, talking to you guys and uh, talking to you, Ben, as, as always. always. Thank you, Jersey, for such a fun season. It looks like the reunion is gonna be kick. Ass. I cannot Always. wait for yeah. this reunion. Yeah, three weeks. They do yes. a good reunion, so I'm looking forward to that. So we'll catch you on the next reunion episode. Well, actually, we'll catch you before that because we've got, speaking of reunions, Real Housewives of Orange County reunion coming up as our next episode. Also, Crappens on Demand. So we'll see you there. Bye, everyone. Bye. Watch what Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Allison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. Courtney Shamazing Shaudel. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels. Dana C. Dana Do. Erin McNicholas, she don't miss no trickleus. Hava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sipped some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. Kristen the Piston Anderson. We McLovin, Karen McClellan. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. She's our queen, Marie Levine. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. There ain't no problem that Sarah Salvia can't solve ya. The Bay Area Betches. Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. Always the wiser is Allison Weasler. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. She's cheese on a bagel. It's Megan Ragel. Erica, 500 Days of Summers. The incredible edible Matthew Sisters. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. Paging Page Mills, Paging Page Mills. Give him hell, Miss Noel. She leaves us in stitches, it's Catherine Taylor. Sarah Greenwood, she only uses her power for good. Kristen, the Ruby Rubano. Can't have a meal without the Emily Sides. We want to hang with Liz Lang. Shannon, out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's get racy with Miss Stacy. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kutar. We love you guys. <laughs> <laughs>